0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I am talking about the movie Air. This came out this year, directed by Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Written by Alex Convery, starring Matt Damon, Jason Bateman, Ben Affleck, and Chris Tucker. The plot summary for the movie Air. This follows the history of shoe salesman Sonny Vaccaro and how he led Nike in its pursuit of the greatest athlete in the history of basketball, a.k.a. Michael Jordan. A.k.a. Air Jordan aka The Shoe. Uh, spoilers for real life. They uh, got him. They got them. They got them. Uh, anybody going into this movie who would one even have any desire to watch it and not know the outcome of this movie is somebody that is truly living under a rock in the most severe way and I feel bad and I feel concerned and i'm glad that you at least got out from under your rock to go see this movie uh to then learn some history that i think everybody would know about the you know one of the best most notable athletes in the world in history the groundbreaking shoe deal one of the most coveted shoes in the shoe world anyway uh i enjoyed this movie a lot i had a lot of fun watching this movie i think it suffers from some of the same issues that a musical biopic would suffer from but in all i thought it was kind of great great telling of this true story Uh, and i would recommend it if the topic at all sounds interesting and if you're looking to have a fun watch it's a fun movie Uh, and i'm not necessarily even a big fan of one of the actors which I have been very outspoken about my dislike of Ben Affleck as an actor. I think he's one of the most overrated actors working today. Him and like Will Smith, they're kind of in a, in a dead heat. I do, however, like Ben Affleck as a director. Behind the camera, I think he knows, I, I enjoy the movies that he's made. I don't know if I've seen all of them, but all the ones that I'm aware of that I know he directed, I enjoyed. Uh, they don't annoy me as much as seeing him perform as a character in a movie although there are definitely some exceptions to my my rule my exceptions to my dislike of ben affleck there are a few films that he is uh, an actor in that i don't mind Uh, this movie being one of those exceptions and i think the character that he plays in this lends itself to the fact that i'm not a big ben affleck fan the character is kind of at least seemingly at least how he (laughs) maybe it was just my my hate of ben affleck that the character seems like uh, phil knight the ceo of nike a little annoying kind of a guy you know so anyway i don't know i don't know how much of that is a a an accurate character trait of phil knight How much of that is just my annoyance of Ben Affleck? And also, he wasn't a big part of this movie, which is also good, right? So, all that stuff, good, dealt with, not an issue. I did enjoy the direction, the look of this film. I thought, for a film that is mostly people sitting around talking, the things that he did with the camera... Camera movements, all of those things, I think it added to the film. So, you know, thankfully this movie wasn't focused on Phil Knight. I I I think I probably would have not. I'm just like just based on his portrayal of Phil Knight, would have absolutely hated a two-hour-long movie about that character. Thankfully, it is focused on Matt Damon's character, who is an actor that I absolutely love there are very few movies of Matt Damon that I don't like so the complete opposite end of the spectrum as far as preferences and it's kind of amazing that these two people kind of are best friends and came up together uh how one is completely palatable for me and I enjoy watching the other one is it's a pain it's a pain but focused on Matt Damon who plays Sonny uh, Vicaro And Sonny is a basketball connoisseur, studies basketball, understands the game in a way most people don't. His mission in this movie is to find a professional basketball player uh, to be Nike's, like, first their introduction into the basketball space, right? They're trying to enter the basketball shoe market, which they are... You know, this, this movie sets up and kind of s- tells you where Nike's at in the industry of shoes and how, you know, they weren't doing so well, especially in the basketball space, which is was a very new space for them. And Sonny was kind of one of the key players in trying to find talent because of his knowledge of basketball. And also Sonny, a gambler, right? So his two passions combine in this movie. As he makes many bets in an effort to win over Michael Jordan. But more importantly to win over Dolores Jordan, Michael Jordan's mom, played by Viola Davis, who was amazing as well. Uh, Both Matt Damon and Viola Davis are the standouts in this film. Uh, Although I did really enjoy Chris Tucker, who is another actor. That is, is kind of annoying, kind of grating. His energy in many movies is too much. So many times. But I think possibly because the dude is getting older. This toned down older Chris Tucker. I actually really liked him. Not that I didn't like him in previous movies, you know. I it just he's just one of those actors that's like Kevin Hart's kind of a similar way where it's just like the energy is too much the voice a little annoying but toned down Chris Tucker loved him in this right and uh, so great to see Chris Tucker also Jason Bateman kind of pretty consistently good in everything that he's in Uh, he's he's great in this not a huge character in this plays like the market head of marketing or whatever Uh, solid character, solid actor. Good to see him in this. I enjoy Bateman and whatever he's in. There's really one of the few, few actors that I have any issue with whatsoever. Um, This movie is very eighties. Like this movie is packed to the gills with eighties, everything. So many needle drops from popular music. Like, a lot of music, not only just popular 80s music, but specifically music that was, like, gained popularity or is only popular because of the films that featured these songs. Like, these are the popular pop culture songs of the time. So many needle drops. um, So much of the set decoration just filled with 80s stuff, 80s products, 80s news clippings. There's a lot of B-roll showing, like, news events, you know, current events of the time. Like, this movie is doing everything to make sure you know this is the 80s at every point in this movie. Fashion, the set decorations, the the just assortment of things that are around the music that is played so much of it 80s 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 right very high concentration of 80s in this movie which I didn't necessarily mind it right despite it being very noticeable it wasn't a negative really you know it didn't interfere in any way and even the look of the film very grainy it has and the the kind of the desaturation, just the look of this movie, definitely has an '80s feel as well. So all of those things combined is like '80s, 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 '80s. Right? Made me glad I'm more of a '90s person because <laughs> the '80s were. The, it's a very specific vibe in the '80s that uh, you know. This movie is shoving down your throat. There is, however, the one aspect of this movie that's not 80s is the camera movement. There is a lot of camera movement. Like I said, a lot of this conversations of people having conversations, different locations. How do you make that exciting? There is a... There is a momentum, there is an energy, there is a pace to this movie that I enjoy that keeps it going. So despite the fact that it is a bunch of just conversations happening throughout this entire movie, it and is almost two hours long, it just moves. It moves. And I think the camera movements, the constant camera movements in one way or another, kind of helps that happen. Right? But definitely not the only aspect of this really that doesn't have the vibe of the 80s definitely has more of the vibe of the early 2000s when the dock style was very popular shaky cam a lot of handheld stuff a lot of like zooming and playing with the 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 focus points in in frame all of that stuff is in this movie tons of camera movements there's There's scenes where people are talking in a office or in a conference room and the camera's just like whipping around them, like circling around them constantly. There's there's conversations like in a bar where it's like shaky camera. There's like within one scene, you will see the focus go back and forth between the two characters. Putting each character in focus at random points while just a single character is talking, like not necessarily even the focus f- being on the person speaking. It is just while somebody is in the middle of a sentence, it will the focus will go in and out between the characters. Constant movement, kind of shaky as well, all that stuff, right? And uh, you know, it again. The high contrast, high consistency, high, uh, high, uh, high, uh, the, the amount of 80s in this, not, not a deal breaker. The amount of camera movements, not a deal, like all all of these things, despite being very much high concentration, that was the word I was looking for. Despite the high concentration of these things, I still enjoy, I think it works, I think Beneflick made it work right and and like I said gives an energy to it because it is like there are definitely moments of excitement because Sonny is gambling in a lot of ways which I'll get to think specifics moments that I like in spoilers but you know I am a fan of Matt Damon and we get the out of shape Matt Damon, which is a very specific type of Matt Damon in this film, uh, which I also appreciate. I also, I mean, anytime like uh, an actor changes their physical appearance uh, for a f- for a role, I-, I appreciate that, especially if it's like generally an in shape guy putting on weight, like Christian Bale in the in the American Hustle, Matt Damon in this. Uh, Tom Hanks in the beginning part of Castaway, right? as opposed to Tom Hanks in the Elvis movie, which is the fat suit, which I generally don't like the fat suit. The only exception to that rule is the whale with Brendan Fraser. 99% of the time, fat suits are stupid, don't look real, and could have just had that role cast by somebody who's overweight so many times just like cast somebody instead of pretending like the even the even when it's good a lot of the times I'm not a fan like the Batman where you have uh, what's his face Colin Farrell as the the penguin which doesn't look like the penguin I mean when you have Danny DeVito playing the penguin anyway I know I'm getting off topic with air but I appreciate that you know, Matt Damon just didn't put on a fat suit for this. Not that he, he even needed to be overweight. He could have been in shape. But it gives makes him feel more like a schlub, right? He looks like somebody that watches more basketball than plays it. So I appreciate that. Get out of shape, Matt Damon. And you understand and believe Sonny's abilities and his opinions on things. Like, you believe he knows about basketball you believe the dude is into gambling right they set all those things up right and you see how his gambling plays into every move his character makes in trying to convince Phil Knight to believe in him in convincing Dolores Jackson to believe Jackson Dolores J- Jordan to believe in him and ultimately convincing Michael Jordan and those who represent him to believe in Nike spoilers the deal goes through which I'll get to actual spoilers of this but for those that don't know Michael Jordan has a shoe with Nike still to this day uh is uh you're you're a very special person that if you got if this is the first time uh but a great character Sonny played by Matt Damon I was rooting for him the whole time right which is you know kind of something you want for a main character in depending on the movie you're watching uh, and there are many moments of this film that are felt definitely super cheesy. Like, not everything was great. Pulls off a lot of stuff. And I would say the moments in this movie that are cheesy, like the other small criticisms I have, haven't been... Didn't take me out. Definitely made those scenes less... They definitely suffer from similar things that like musical biopics suffer from right, the things characters say, like, whereas the audience, right, who's, especially if you're familiar with these people and these events, like, we know how, like, seeing how simply things kind of get uncovered and happen, right, it just, it just at times made me just slap, you know, give me the face palm, like, how well they're able to handle everything else for there to be moments in this movie that that are that just just submerges itself in the cheese it's kind of a bummer but what are you gonna do what do you it's like something that you see in so many movies based on true events like biopics of any kind it's just like, uh, I, you know, I guess you got to do something, right? You know, you got to have Freddie Mercury just tapping on the piano and just coming up with the melody for Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, I, that's not how it is. Like, he just went home and, like, sketched up this elaborate drawing for what Queen's logo was going to be. Like, there's moments in so many biopics, musical and otherwise, where it's just like, uh, it's, it's kind of a bummer couple cheesy, which I'll get into those in, in spoilers as well. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking to add some unique and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor. That's me. These abstract paintings on paper explore the endless possibilities of the human face, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Now you can bring these stunning and thought-provoking pieces into your own space with high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring designs from the Many Faces series. Or take home a -a one-of-a-kind original piece for your collection. Don't miss out on this opportunity to add some original and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com to browse and purchase original artworks, prints, and t-shirts from the Many Faces series today. And now back to the show. But also the on the plus side to get back to the plus side this movie did tap into kind of that that love of inspiration and creativity right because it is in many ways an underdog story nike an underdog in this in this game whereas converse and adidas were more of the big players in that space so and Sonny himself who was kind of heading up this basketball department in Nike so it's a underdog department in an underdog shoe brand so layers of underdog underdog so inspiration creativity taking chances all of those things tapped into that that kind of thing that I enjoy seeing in in a lot of movies right and also a great way to talk about a story you know related to a cultural icon Without including them in 99% of the movie, aside from archival footage of Michael Jordan, aside from the actor who plays him, saying maybe two lines, maybe a few words in total in this whole thing, right? You never see – anytime you see Michael Jordan, it's from the back. Like this, this movie that could easily – if done by somebody else – they would have hired somebody that looked. They would have cast somebody that looked kind of like Michael Jordan, who do, who's doing a Michael Jordan impression, right? Like th- th- kind of things that Will Smith does in his roles. King Richard being the the glaring example that I could think of, and it just not working for me. Granted, he did win Best Actor for that role. Regardless, a different director could have handled this different could have tried to force in more Michael Jordan into this story because he is like, but instead focusing on Sonny, focusing on Michael Jordan's mom, which it's like clear that she was a pivotal like player in his, in the people that represented him. Like she understood not only what Michael's like potential was, but also understood business understood negotiations on a level at least how this movie portrays her but I can't imagine that being too far from the truth you know Viola Davis is great as well so it's very interesting for this movie to take that chance and which I loved it I loved it because you didn't because we don't see him if if any other director had done it and tried to put Michael Jordan in this Everybody watching it would be constantly pulled out because they're like, that's not Michael Jordan. That dude doesn't look or sound like Michael Jordan at all. But they didn't do that. And all the people that it does focus on, nobody knows what they looked or act like. We don't know what Phil Knight was like. We don't know Sonny. We didn't even know Sonny existed until this movie. Nobody knows what Michael Jordan's mom looks like or acts like. So, you know, you get a lot more freedom You don't have to worry about people constantly comparing the look and sound and feel of Cotton to the real deal. So I enjoyed that. Right? It worked. And, something I noticed while watching this, it really looks like all of these actors are having a fun time. Like in every scene, whether they're like having a conversation on the phone or having a conversation in person like people are having fun it seems like which just is contagious as somebody watching this movie to see people having fun it I, I had fun which i did i had a lot of fun but i do want to get into spoilers i want to talk about some specifics of this movie so i enjoyed this movie it's streaming now i believe i saw it on amazon prime uh so check it out it's it's a good one you know if you're looking for a fun even if you don't know like even if i spoiled the reality that michael jordan is a basketball player and has a shoe with nike that this deal went through if i spoiled that for you i would still recommend watching it because it's not about that that's not the spoiler there are spoilers though i would say just you know moments of this movie that wouldn't necessarily spoil, spoil, but there are specific details. So I want to talk about spoilers. So from there, here on out, spoiler warning for air. Right, this movie from the start, we get exactly, we know exactly where we are. We are in the eighties. Very blunt force trauma to letting the audience know we are in the eighties. Everything, as I said, high contrast, high. I I forgot that, that word again. Horrible. My brain. Slept like three hours last night. High saturation. 80s. There is a 1984 montage. What was going on in the 80s? I don't know. Maybe I wasn't even alive. I was. I was three years old. What happened in the 80s? You'll find out at the beginning of this movie. You'll see some things that are happening in the 80s. What's going on in the 80s? Got the film grainy film look. First song is I Want My MTV, which is kind of confusing because this movie has nothing to do with MTV. I actually thought that this was an MTV production because their movies that MTV used to produce, which I don't even know if they still did. I don't even know. I wouldn't be surprised if MTV didn't exist anymore. But they're movies that they used to produce back in the day, back in the 2000s, maybe even in the 90s. Would start with that, you know, I want my MTV song that was popular in the 80s. So I kind of thought it was just like some title card music. But no, it was the theme music that starts out this this movie along with the montage. Right? 80s pop culture, music drops, a lot of B-roll, a lot of the decorations, 80s, like a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Didn't mind any of that. The setup for Sonny I thought was great, right? Him going from kind of looking like he's scouting some high school basketball, stops off in Vegas, goes to place bets in the sports bar on a Lakers game, and gives this woman like 10 to 15 bets, very specific bets just rattling off Along with one or two just on the fly, like actually, who's playing it? Actually, give me, give me him the other owner, under make the spread. I don't know everything he said. I didn't understand it, but I knew he was betting on a lot of specific things that he sounded and was very con- like, like so confident, right? Like, people that go to their favorite restaurants don't have the confidence and ease at which matt damon's character Sonny placed all of these bets in vegas and of course after the game he goes and collects like a wad of cash so it's like setting up this dude knows his shit about basketball it's also setting up this dude likes to bet because the next thing he does he goes over the craps tables and loses it all right the game that's not based on the thing that he's passionate about throwing dice which I don't even know how craps works of all of the ways to throw money away in a casino rolling dice like it always like whenever you see it in movies it's just like people throwing dice sevens are bad maybe snake eyes are bad I don't really know it gathers crowds a lot of the times I don't understand any of it so the fact that Sonny goes over after making his wad of cash and goes to throw craps and loses, I don't know, all, a lot of his money, All I don't know how much, shows like, okay, he knows about basketball, he's also got a little bit of a, he, he enjoys gambling, right? So he does the thing that he's kind of guaranteed money, which is probably not fun for him to gamble on sports because it's not... That You don't have that thrill that you're going to potentially lose, which is, I'm sure, why he went and played craps and then lost it. But it sets up that character just instantly. And in this movie, the gambling, the obsession with basketball, right? He decides to bet it all on Michael Jordan, which I thought that was great as well, right? And there's even the scene where he goes to the Jordan household and makes a bet with Dolores Jordan. Predicting like she's got these other meetings with these other, you know, with Converse and Adidas. Nike isn't even a consideration. Sonny shows up. I'll bet you. I'm he tells her exactly what they're gonna say. Tells her exactly what they're gonna wear, dude's gonna be wearing a Rolex, he's gonna have so much moose in his hair, right? He's gonna say these things, and this is what you need to ask him. Right? This is the question you need to ask him to where you hear an answer that's gonna tell you a lot about what their priorities are, right? Go into Converse. Michael Jordan is going to be one of multiple all stars that are there. What kind of what kind of treatment is Jordan gonna get? when you have all these other kind of all-stars is he even going to get like is he just going to get lost in the shuffle you go to the german company of adidas who's running that company right now ask them that cuz it's going to be a headache because they're not going to know and then when you see it all play out everything that he said and just seeing her look on her face as she clocks notices everything that he said great moment in this in this movie right saying the perfect thing when he goes to to talk to her such a great scene and then you have this scene when they have the meeting at nike right because of his predictions they get the meeting with the jordans they show up to nike last minute stuffed unpolished Chris Tucker's character is late. Like, this is a, compared to all the other things, this is like, this is amateur hour going on. It is it is definitely thrown together. You know, Chris Tucker's character is late, on accident, not on purpose, as opposed to Phil Knight, who is on purpose. In order to make him seem like he's a busy, popular, important CEO. But then when he comes in, which I kind of thought was funny, he like over plays his hand like uh, literally saying what should be implied like I am of I'm a CEO running a billion dollar business I have so many things going on but I made sure to come here to this important because this is how important this movie like all of the things that were meant to be implied by him just showing up late he comes in and verbalizes everything right like all all the details that were put in place for this meeting for them to pitch this shoe to Michael Jordan, who has no desire to be with Nike, a shoe that has not has nothing to do with basketball. Right, A lot is riding on this bet that Sonny made, and everybody is blowing it. Chris Tucker's character showing up late, Phil Knight literally saying all of the things that were supposed to be implied. You have the designer kind of getting lost in his description of his creative process or whatever it is then you have bateman playing this this promo video right rob like this this first he throws down these these uh a collection of these sports illustrated magazines where it's just like he pasted michael jordan's face on different players from past Like, very thrown together. He tries saying a couple jokes. They fall flat. Like, everything is going wrong in this meeting. And then he plays this video. And it's like, the music he chose is like the widest easy listening, like, like just yacht rock type of song. To have play while watching highlights of Michael Jordan. Who, if they had known, like, if they had done, if, if Bateman's character had done, like, the smallest amount of, if the Bateman's character had even just watched this very movie, knowing why Jordan was so into Adidas, and why Adidas was so popular in the African American community, he probably would have chosen better music to put under that. Maybe music that Michael Jordan would like, not some white dude yacht rock easy listening while you're it is it was like so it was so sad. And just seeing like the the time it takes when he plays that that promo video and you see Matt Damon's character Sonny looking over at Chris Tucker's character and in their heads like they don't say anything, right? The implied nature. They don't have to say everything like Bob Knight did. Or Phil Knight, the implied, like, that you know in their head they're going, What is going on? This is, everything is falling apart. Everything is falling Thankfully, the shoe didn't fall apart. But then you have Sonny interrupts it, right? He's like, he can't take this. Like, I can't imagine it being, like, how painful it was for Sonny, who put all of this together. Put all of this together. And every single person in that room is falling on their face. And he does his great speech that also conveniently predicts Michael Jordan's complete career. You're going to be great. People are going to build you up and they're going to tear you down because that's what people do. You're going to do all these things. You're going to fail. You're going to crawl yourself back. You're going to be an icon. You're going to be somebody that can only let people down because they've built you up to be this godlike figure and you're showing like Michael Jordan through his career has he like decided to quit and then like go play baseball and how he was like very mediocre at baseball and then how he kind of came back while so it's you know it's it's great and of course the music and all the things very inspirational but also but you know on one one hand it's very like well we know what happens obviously But at the same time, like, Sonny's character knows so much about basketball. He sees small things and understands the potential that those small things indicate, right? Just the whole reason he went for Michael Jordan. Just seeing how calm he was when they were running that play for him to take the last shot in a championship game or whatever, right? It's like he sees, like, oh, this guy's going to be a star. Look— like, he's not nervous. He's completely comfortable. He has no problem taking this last shot. Like, it's the biggest shot of his entire career, of his entire life. And he is the most relaxed and casual, right? And he knows what that means. He knows that the, the type of mentality it would take for a person to have that kind of comfortability and, and ease to take such an important shot. And in the same way, Michael Jordan rises to the occasion when everybody else, like, just kind of letting the team ride on his coattails. That was Sonny in this meeting. Great meeting. Enjoyed that. Let's take a quick break right now to talk about, are you a fan of original artwork and live events? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor and the weekly live stream over at YouTube.com Inspired Disorder. This ongoing series explores the endless possibilities of the human face through abstract ink paintings on paper, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Join me every Thursday at 4.20 Pacific Time as I paint live. Follow the Many Faces series and discover the endless possibilities of the human face. Don't miss out on this opportunity to be part of the action and own a piece of original artwork by me, Ray Taylor. Head to YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder every Thursday to catch the live stream and visit InspiredDisorder.com to browse and purchase the Many Faces artwork. And now let's get back to the show. And even when he gets the call from Dolores, and he has he gets has one more negotiation, right? It's this like huge, like s- just like celebration. Oh, they they did it! Like time goes by, doesn't know. Probably not going to happen, right? He's just waiting for the representative to call him and give him the bad news. Gets a call from her and he's like, well, I respect that you're calling me to give me the bad news. And then she does. She gives him the good news. But that's not all right. This like high, high that Sonny was feeling in that moment where she called, say, we're going to take the deal. However, we want a percentage. We want royalties. And just like to go from that relief of taking the deal only to have it instantly put in jeopardy with these royalties put in place and Sonny just so desperate to try and make it work just trying to make all of this work like it's this house of cards that Sonny has built up at every point people have been failing around him and he has done everything to pull them through the meeting the culmination of that the championship game but that still wasn't it right that wasn't the final game And just kind of realize that he's not like Phil's not gonna go for this, the board's not gonna go like the industry has never done this. So of course it makes sense that Sonny was be like, Well, this is not gonna happen. What do you mean this is you want royalties? Nobody does royalties. We the fact that you even got this deal is ridiculous. But I also love how Phil like kind of just says, Fuck it. Right. Like, Sonny infected him, right? Get, got him to gamble on this thing, too. Which, on some level, considering Phil Knight created Nike from the ground up, there has to be some part of him that has that excitement. There is an excitement that comes from gambling. There is a reason why casinos exist, because the, it 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 taps into people's brains in a very unhealthy way but because that gamble taking risks is so innately like intoxicating to humans so of course Phil Knight infected got that and he was intoxicated made the gamble the aspects so those are the things i really did like aspects of this i didn't like there is there is like there's an amount of over complication when it comes to when they go into the designer to make the shoe for Jordan. Everything involving that designer was painful to watch. Painful to watch. So overly complicated, right? To make, like, just to the idea of making a custom shoe for Michael Jordan it was, like, so, like, oh, so, like, not designing a shoe to be for everybody design a shoe for one person and and mass produce it for like it is so painful also the deep sophisticated concepts this philosophies this designer guys spouting just like just the most painful aspect was everything involving that designer. And I don't think it's the designer's fault. He didn't write those lines. And I don't know what the real designer was like. Maybe artists can be weird. But like so much of this felt like the most hand holding for people. Like the the term form over function was thrown out. And people, Matt Damon's character is like, what is form over function? Like, what could possibly that mean, designer guy? And he's got to like, well, you see, some things are designed for function. So they don't necessarily look good because they're, they're designed, engineered for it to work a specific way. The contrast to that is that when things are generally designed to look good, they don't necessarily function that well. So, what do you want to lean into? It is—it's so painful. How does how does how does any adult not know what form over function means? And the, the the designer character is wacky. Was way, skateboarding because going through a midlife crisis. Okay, it's like such a weird, like, clear. I it had to have been specific things related to the real designer. Had to have been this guy, bald, has a lisp. I don't even know if that's real. Skateboarding, super, like, out there. Like maybe done t- some too much acid at one point. Just a little bit too much. Right, You know, people that are just kind of still at in outer space in a lot of ways, still floating around like, whoa, it's trippy, man. I don't know. And then even like, and everything's a grand epiphany. Like, oh, when they suggest more red, right? And they'll pay his fine. It's like so dramatic. And it's like, yeah, more red. Yes, more red. Just so, just every moment of those scenes is The worst aspect of this movie and even the name the way he came up with the name Air Jordan and then how it's like the the uh, representative for Jordan said he came up with it. But just like uh, it's just that is one of those moments where it's like where it's, you know, the cheesy effortless creation of this thing like how han solo got his name to bring it to an example that's not a musical biopic it's just like this such an underwhelming way in which these things are manifest it's just like it's 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 kind of a bummer still had kind of that inspirational tone overcoming the odds right i mean technically he is making a shoe that is different than shoes that they've made he has what two days to make this shoe prototype something to show at this meeting which the only thing that didn't go bad was the shoe just handled in such a cheeseball way definitely my my most painful time watching this was everything involving the designer and i feel bad i feel bad i feel bad when artists are like portrayed in this way it's like oh come on Come on. Artists are cooler than that. People aren't that weird all the time. I don't know. Anyway, I really had a lot of fun, right? A fun movie from Ben Affleck. Great performance from Matt Damon, Viola Davis, right? So, despite this movie being a little painful at times, overall, I had a lot of fun watching it, right? 90% fun, 10% cheese. And it ends with kind of the iconic Be Like Mike ad jingle, which just, just a great punch, right? Sometimes I dream that he is me. you got to see that's how I dream to be. I dream I move. I dream I groove like Mike. I've got to be like Mike, like Mike. Oh, if I could be like Mike be like Mike, like Mike again I try just need to fly for just one day if I could be that way I dream I move Ooh, I dream I groove like Mike if I could be like Mike like Mike if I want to be like I want to be like Mike, like Mike if I could be like Mike so great Enjoyed it. I want to thank you all for tuning into this episode of the Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on air. Breathe it in. Breathe it out. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new movie and TV show reviews. Join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder if you are watching every one of these episodes that is available on video. Until next time. Be like mike jump it's the shoes new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspired disorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspired disorder.com have a wonderful day everybody peace Oh.